Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, Course Wizards. Welcome to Course Wizards with Amit and Chris. How you doing, Amit? Hey, Chris. Good. How are you doing, man? Doing very good. It is around tax season now, and so we are <laughs> getting all that finished, and you know, that's both exciting if you're getting a refund and not very exciting if you're not getting a refund. <laughs> yes, I've been on both sides of the spectrum and it's definitely a lot more exciting when you get one. Yeah, I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a full-time freelancer uh now and so we pretty much have to save all of our taxes or send them in throughout the year uh because refunds aren't uh necessarily something we get a whole lot anymore. <laughs> it's oh, a whole lot more fun. Rough. Yeah, it is. It is rough. So, uh, speaking of things that can be rough, what are we talking about today? We are talking about how to share passwords with your virtual assistant. That's right. Or anyone, if you, if you need to share a password for some reason, because when you're creating an online course, invariably, sooner or later, if you're going to have someone help you with it, you're going to have to share some of your passwords. And we thought this would be a good episode to have because we have discovered that so many people share their password. Well, first of all, they create bad passwords. Second of all, they share passwords in very unsafe ways and they expose their accounts to other people. But there are absolutely safe ways to share your passwords. Um, yes. So what's something that you've had to share your password on before, Amit, when you used a virtual assistant or had someone help you? Yeah, absolutely. My favorite way to share password is uh, write it on a piece of paper and put it on top of a homing pigeon. And <laughs> <laughs> This is what you don't want to do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, this was in the don't section. Okay. Yes, uh, yes. My, uh, I've used an app called MyKey, M-Y-K-I. Mm -hmm. And I think we have talked about this before. Uh, really easy to use. It's kind of like LastPass. It has its app and the web version and it's free. So I've used that. Uh, the reason why I liked it over LastPass is they do not store their pass your passwords in their servers. The passwords are stored locally on your own machine. Mm, interesting, interesting. Well, I know. Yeah, I do use. Uh, like I use one password, and LastPass has similar functionality with this, and I think Dashlane does too. Where they will actually allow you the ability to share a password with someone else without actually giving them the password. So they will essentially install LastPass, let's say, on their computer, you have it on yours, you share a password with them, and it will automatically fill in on the websites for them, but it will not allow them to see the password. So when you restrict their access, they just lose the password altogether. That's a really safe way to share passwords with someone without ever letting them in on to the what it actually is. Yep. And I am back on LastPass, even though I enjoyed Mikey, but just because it's sheer volume, right? It's always, yeah. you want to stick to a software where um, a lot of people are using it, so they will continue to develop it. And I personally also use LastPass as a productivity tool or productivity hack because I have it on my iPhone and any website I visit, when they have the username and password option, I invoke LastPass and it automatically fills it in for me not just that, when you're creating new accounts, LastPass generates the passwords and you can have those settings in there that you want your password to be 20 characters long, have special characters, whatever it is. And th this way you don't have to ever remember a password and you can be safe by not using the same password over and over again. Like 
the the most used password in the world is password one two three four, yeah. and you don't want that to happen. And yeah, you know, I I tell you, I work with a lot of people um, on their websites and on their Amazon accounts because I help them format books and that sort of thing. And I am amazed how many people use the same passwords across multiple sites, use easy to remember passwords. And they're just, they're so hackable. Like, I highly recommend you use a software like LastPass or 1Password is what I use. And it will, like I said, allow you to create unique passwords. I, I have thousands of passwords at this point. I don't know any of them. And I don't need to because they are all very heavily encrypted and kept by these services so that it's the safest way to make sure that you don't get hacked. And same here. Uh, if I lose my last pass password, the master password, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so that's really yeah. the only password you need to remember is your last pass password. Now, uh, just picking back on that, when I was big into the crypto world, they have some really cool security features. And I see those coming into these password managers. That's the yes. other reason why you want to use them as well. Yeah, and they do allow you to create a printout of all your passwords. If you want to take it and put it like in a safety deposit box or a safe, that's, that's what I do. I, I take about one a year I go in I print out all my usernames and passwords uh, multiple sheets of paper and then mm -hmm. I put it in a safe place so that way if something were to happen to my account uh, I've still got a backup I I didn't know about that I do like that functionality yeah. I do have one of those fireproof safes in my home so yes. I could probably do that uh, another thing that is not very well known about LastPass is it has a functionality called auto login say you go mm -hmm. to paypal.com it will automatically put in your username and password and automatically log you in so you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to press the login button. Yeah, super, super nice. And it'll do that on your your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, whatever you're using. Really, really nice. Uh, How else do you share passwords, Chris? If it wasn't well, or one if, of these? If I, if, I, if I can't do one of these and a client wants to send me a password, I usually recommend using something like Apple Messages. Uh, I'm on an Apple device because it is fully encrypted. And that to me is still pretty safe. I really don't like people sending me anything like that over email, though if they absolutely must, I like to use separate emails for the username and password and the name of the service so that hopefully if someone hacked one of those, they couldn't figure it out. Um, but, you know, if you have to, I certainly would use something safe like an encrypted messaging program. Okay, good to know. I, uh, If it wasn't for any of those extensions or the products that we mentioned, if you want to send it in email, I have a neat hack how they can do it. They can send you their username in an email, not the password. Then in a separate email, they can send you a link to Pastebin. I don't know if you ever heard of Pastebin. Pastebin no. is basically uh, people can just create any text file and paste it in there. So they can simply put their password in Pastebin, send you the password link to that Pastebin file, mm. and the username is in a separate email. So even if something was to happen, people couldn't put two and two together and figure out, okay, this is the username and that is the password. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Very, very and good. And you mentioned Apple Messages is encrypted. I use WhatsApp a lot and that's encrypted too. Uh, although it's, you know, it's the devil you know and the devil you don't. Uh, Apple, <laughs> uh, you, do you trust Apple or do you trust Facebook? It's up to you. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, we recommend you use a password manager. That's really the way to go. But that said, there are still some passwords I would never share with anyone. Uh, how about you, Ahmed? Is there anything you'd never share? Yeah, like my school's uh, main password, I would never share with uh, anyone <laughs> because you and I are using New Zendler, which has like a support role. So I can create a support username yeah. and 
send that to my virtual assistant, but not my main username because who knows i mean i don't know my virtual assistant that well he could just be crazy one day and go and delete all my content yeah that's right so for so for your online course or even if you're using wordpress don't share your main admin password with someone what you can do is you can create a secondary account for that person give them access through their own account and then when they're done working on your website or on your school you delete their account and that way it keeps it safe yeah i've i've read uh, stories in facebook groups where people gave their admin password to their virtual assistant for WordPress and now their website was being held hostage by this person who wants a ransom to release that website back to them. That's right. That's right. So be sure you create separate accounts for them. Um, and And then there's some things that I wouldn't even create separate accounts for. For instance, my PayPal account, any kind of financial account like that, don't just don't share the password. There is no reason that anyone should have access to those accounts as far as I'm concerned. Stripe is another one. Don't ever share your Stripe password. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just one no thing, need to. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, and I we plan these podcast episodes using Trello, and Trello is great. But recently, I had read an article. I forget which blog it was from, where uh, a Trello board was uh, exposed, and people can keep their Trello boards private or public. And you would be surprised, Chris, how many of these Trello boards had passwords, and they were just public boards sitting in plain sight. So if you know how to do those. Uh, crazy searches on Google where you can search a particular site and a particular keyword, you could technically reach these public Trello boards. So please, for the love of God, don't put your password in a public Trello board. Or anywhere. Don't don't put it anywhere public. And it seems silly to even have to say that, but it's like saying, you know, you should never make your password password, and yet people do it all the time. So uh, common sense is not always that common. <laughs> yes. And I well, think I, that was it. Uh, that That's all we had today for this episode. Correct, Chris? That's right. That's good. Except we have to ask you, Amit, this week, what are you digging? Yes, my favorite section of the episode. All right. This week, I am digging a Chrome extension which, by the way, I just did an audit on my Chrome extensions. I have like 25. I need to calm down. <laughs> but the Chrome extension that I am digging this week is called What Font. And this allows you to go on any website and activate the extension. And then if you hover over any of the words written on that website, it tells you what kind of font it is using, what's the font weight, the font style everything about that font you can find out by using this extension which i find very helpful because us as course creators sometimes we go crazy with the amount of fonts we want on a web page and each and every font adds to your page load speed time so this kind of grounds you and reminds you okay look at this amy porterfield website she's using only two fonts why (laughs) should i use 25 fonts on my website yeah, that's true. That that that's good. You know, I've uh, they've said before with um, advertising that you should never use more than two fonts in your advertisement. Usually, one for the headline and one for the rest of it. And I think that's probably a pretty good rule for most um, uh, for most things that people read. No more than a couple fonts. Otherwise, it starts getting really confusing and all that sort of thing. Uh, so, what font? That's really that's interesting. I like that one. Uh, yeah, now, and we that, put all that, the links in the show notes. Yeah, and that won't pull links from images, right? It's just the text on the website. Yeah, it has to be text. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a uh, review for us on your favorite podcast 
podcast platform that helps us not only figure out what we need to change and what people like, but it also uh, lets other people know about the podcast. And we appreciate that. Just just let us know that we are awesome. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Until next time, hashtag keep creating. <laughs> See you later. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.